Have you ever taken a next step because it was offered? Not because it was about your vision or your dream job, but because it was the opportunity that came along. Maybe it was easy. Maybe it even paid well. But deep down, you eventually began to wonder, is there something more? Is there something more aligned with your unique purpose? And what might that purpose be? Coming up next on the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, I want you to listen in as I coach Jennifer, a successful healthcare executive who just transitioned out of a company she stayed with for years. And now she wants to figure out, as she puts it, what she wants to do when she grows up. This episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast is brought to you by the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute, or the CAP Institute. Have you ever thought about becoming a coach or learning coaching skills as a part of your role as a leader? If so, check out the upcoming live virtual coach training intensive September 9th through the 11th. You can get all the details at capinstitute.com. If you've landed here on this podcast, then I already know two things about you. One, you've probably already accomplished amazing things. And two, you're interested in learning more about improving your personal level of success. This is the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, and I'm your host, Valerie Burton. I'm a personal and executive coach, best-selling author of more than a dozen books, and founder of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. Are you ready to close the gap between where you are now and where you really want to be? Then let's dive into today's episode. Jen, okay. I want to say, first of all, thanks for joining me. No. You are a member of the Successful Women's Academy, SWA, but much more than that, because I was surprised when I saw you were in SWA. We've known each other for I don't know how many years, since we were in the seventh grade. <laughs> we a while. Grew up together <laughs> in Colorado. And um, I've even I've I've spoken at uh, places where you have worked. We've seen each other in the last few years, but we've known each other since the 80s and had so many great times together like and you look exactly the same as she does and likewise well. kids, which is <laughs> thank you which is absolutely amazing but I'm excited about getting to coach you because you just recently had a transition one that was unexpected so tell me what what's going on with you right now yeah so um uh had a position that ended the the there was a restructure and completely understand that and and it's a nice word restructuring (laughs) yeah well you know it's business and um and so as i was coming out of that it was unexpected for sure um i decided i wanted to stop and take some time to figure out what i will what i should be doing if i if that makes sense yeah because although i loved what i was doing and felt fulfilled by it um it was really by chance. I fell into it. I started as an mm. office manager 22 years ago in healthcare, uh, truly just as a job uh, in a new city I'd moved to, and ended up as a healthcare executive 22 years later. And um, as a, as a vice president yeah. in this in this company, <laughs> yeah. And I um, and I think I think that's interesting. I want to stop you for a second because you when you mentioned kind of before before we started talking that you 
things just kind of appeared and you just started going in those directions. But I mean, you got a degree in marine biology from Boston University, right? Yep, correct. And strangely enough, I was working as an academic counselor prior to going into healthcare. So all a very strange... (laughs) Unrelated things. Yep, yep. And one of the things you've also told me is that you just really, you love learning new things. So you've always been someone who's open and therefore when opportunities have come along, you just kind of have walked into is that yeah accurate yeah i'll i'll preface that um though those opportunities have come along it's not necessarily that it was the easy job um and sometimes mm-hmm. i didn't even understand why somebody saw it as a fit for me um and the and whatever skill set they saw for me and i'd always question and make sure i didn't take a position that i felt like i couldn't meaningfully contribute or that it didn't about align with my values. So I at least knew I was always okay. making those decisions, but it wasn't something like, oh, this is exactly what you you know, I'm meant to do or I'm called to do. Okay. <laughs> um, and more took the opportunities if there was something new to learn or uh, that I felt like I said I could really contribute. I knew there was something from my history. Like it's funny how I'll even in the last two years, I would say, oh, back when I was an academic counselor, we would take this approach and be able to apply it. So as long as I felt like I could do something like that, I would do it. But it wasn't, it was still by chance, right? (laughs) Or by universe. (laughs) Yeah. You, yeah, you walk through the doors that were opening that also happened to feel pretty good to you. Not necessarily, this is exactly it, but like, yeah, I would be making a positive contribution in the world. I would be learning something. They want me. Let's give this a try. Exactly. Is that that's fair? Pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you get to this point in your career, twenty-two years in healthcare, yeah, and you did not intentionally step into the healthcare space. No, not at all. How does that feel for you now? having been laid off and wondering what's next um certainly there it's scary right like if there if you're not anticipating a change it's pretty scary to be thrown into it um but ironically on the swa site you had asked you know what's as you do on every friday uh what are you thankful you know what what are you giving gratitude for this week and my post was I don't know how, but I think losing my job is going to be the biggest blessing. And uh, so there's a strange also anticipation about being forced to look at something else because um, my specific role with that specific company definitely had uh, plateaued. And so it wasn't that that specific job I knew was <clears throat> forever the thing I should do. Um and so it kind of felt like a forced, you know, the universe giving me a swift kick in the back end to <laughs> to make some other choices. So some anxiety um, and some excitement. Yeah. So if you think it's a blessing, what is it that you ideally would like to come out of this unanticipated change in your career? That I... 
end up somewhere where I know I am maximizing my skills in a way that I can meaningfully contribute. Um, and I think there were certainly skills that were left untapped previously. And I don't know if that was just that role or that organization or whether that was me, right? Um, uh, and I'm not 100% sure, even though I really was passionate and still am passionate about the specific industry I was in and um, connecting more people to it. And, and that was part of my role. I don't know that that is specifically what I, I'm ultimately meant to do. Um, you know, I, uh, in this break that I've had, I've, I'll see something come up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'd love to contribute to that. <laughs> but there are multiple things of all different sorts. So whether it be something related to marine biology, strangely enough, or to more related to that counseling or coaching aspect. And, you know, you've talked about in the past this idea of too many choices, right? I have a feeling a little bit of too many choices and not quite sure how I narrow those down. Yeah. So you said um, that uh, when I asked you know, who who might like to be coached out of the out of SWA, you said you you want to figure out what you want to do when you grow up. Yeah. So if if we could move closer to that in this conversation. Would that be the ideal of what you're taking away, or is it something else you'd like to figure out? Oh, no, that would be the ideal. That would be uh, mm -hmm. profoundly beneficial. So, when you say I'd like to figure out what I want to do when I grow up, what 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 in your mind does that look like? What, how do you define what I do when I grow up? Um, what it will be that. I spend the majority of my days doing and you know at this point in my life I do need to earn a paycheck you know so something that I'm getting paid for but um you know the the true what do I do when I grow up again where I can contribute all those things but ultimately is my job right what's my job going to be um I know that it doesn't have to be limited to that. You know, I may be able to supplement through philanthropy or other things as well. But um, this is really what I'm trying to figure out is what do I want to do for my next career move? What do I want to go seek? If you knew that everything would be taken care of financially, that you could have exactly what you want, it would be a dream role. What would it be? I don't know. <laughs> and it's not a, like a fear of answering that question. It's truly, I go, oh, I I think it's this. Oh, and that. And that. Okay. <laughs> can, you can you tell me that what's this and that and that? Um, what, what are the ingredients? Uh, well, certainly being able to um, lead a team. Um, I I think that was uh, when I left the organization, that was probably the most profound thing was how I felt about making sure my team was tucked in and then their response as well. And um, 
how positive they were about me being a leader for them. And subsequently, even people from previous jobs still stay in touch and, and you know, yeah. say they want to come work with me or work for me. And and so I feel like that's a skill set that I can bring to the table. And so somewhere where I can certainly lead. Um, uh, problem solving, right? These are really big generic things, but problem solving, I'm okay. pretty good at. And so whether, and that's ended up how I've ended up in various roles of service line production or, you know, um, development or business development um, or strategy and innovation, right? Like how do we find the new thing that we do? Um, so ultimately that critical thinking, problem solving, Mm-hmm. So problem yeah. solving, leading a team, there's something in the fact that you've described it as when you grow up. <laughs> and so I'm wondering. Well, Val, are you saying what that we're not about... very young? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just repeating what you said to me. Still young at heart. <laughs> not as young. Yes, definitely that. Definitely that. But there's something in that, like this, and and I don't want to put words in your mouth. There's something in saying when I grew up that seems to indicate that there's some element of what you've done so far that feels like you're not, you haven't been there yet, or that there's been maybe a kid-like approach to the choice of jobs or career. Yeah. What is that? What is it that makes you word it that way? Um, I think more because I hadn't been intentional, right? That I hadn't said, here's the career I'm going to take. Um and and also it's it is just part of how I think about life is it's you know, we're young. <laughs> There's still a lot to give. Yeah. Yeah. So when you mention the problem solving, you mentioned the leading. What I'm hearing is a person who's still open to it being any number of things. That's the problem. Is there that? <laughs> well, what makes it a problem? Uh, is understanding where, like, where to look for a job or who to contact. You know, I, um, thankfully, I'm very resourceful and um you know as part of problem solving it ended up in a lot of business development or relationship development and so i know that i can do that to to find my next place um i don't think i want to have my own company but it's not out of the question um (laughs) my husband has his own so i don't know that we need two of those (laughs) just because (laughs) Um, you know, it's not something that I'm like, oh, I'm absolutely called to, to have my own business. Um, but I know I'm going to have to, or I believe I'm going to have to seek out, um, a, a a position and I'm trying to be more directive than, you know, anywhere in executive problem solving and leading a great team. Right. I, and maybe it's okay if, if it's just that. Well, I'm just curious about it because the only thing I'm hearing is that it not being an intentional choice that I'm going into this field and this kind of job is what's a problem for you. And so I'm wondering what the problem is. 
that's been created by you not knowing ahead of time what industry or what yeah what field or what specific position you're looking for yeah um i will definitely say i don't feel like it's been like historically a problem right like i don't feel remorse that that's how i went about it um i feel really okay. frankly blessed and i have had incredible uh managers and leaders that saw um strengths in me and were willing to tap into them when you know maybe i didn't have the title or the whatever to to be in that position so i definitely feel like it's been a blessing up until now um and when i say until now i that isn't in an implication that it can't be that way i just am not i don't know how to provide more reassurance that it should just be that way (laughs) that it's okay to fall into the next thing as long as i'm using those skills and um talents that i have is it okay yeah i guess it could be (laughs) I'm curious to know what makes it not okay for you to allow whatever comes into your path to be a possibility for your next step. Um, I, the way that you asked that is, uh, is the difference, right, that comes into my path. I have no issue with anything that comes into my path being a potential. In fact, that's, you know, I like I said, I've been really grateful and I don't mind that I follow the universe, right? <laughs> that that, that there's true. some other guidance. What I'm worried about is, and I don't know if worry is even the right word, curious, I think is actually the better word because the I'm thankfully not operating in a lot of fear. I'm curious about like if there are other things that I should bring into my path, right? Not just right. have it be a happen to. Yeah. And it's not a fear so of missing out, that- like that I have to try all the things, all the flavors. <laughs> but if there was something okay. that was more meant, if that makes sense. And so when you say, I'm curious, but I'm not worried about it, because worry is kind of this fear that danger might be looming. And it's okay if that's what it is. Um, But curiosity is just like, huh, what if? Yeah. Um, And so where's that curiosity? When, when, When you think about that word, curiosity, what is that leading you to think? In terms of what you might do differently this time, I don't. I'm. I'm not really sure because it's just my life's path is so strange in the best way. You know that. And if you look at the dots, they all connect. But going from marine biology to academic counselor meant I started working for the biology department. And then they said, hey, I think you should come work for the counseling office, right? Even though I had no counseling background. (laughs) And then I started as an office manager and, you know, end up in sales, end up in ops, these various areas. And all of that has been great. There's like, I don't want to change anything about that experience. Um, I'm just more concerned that 22 years 
and again, concerned is not like that's too heavy what, of a what's word. What's wrong with concerned? Uh, it just feels like could, too heavy could it of be a word. Heavy? Yeah, but it's not, but it doesn't feel heavy for me. But I'm I like I'm I don't want it to be that because what opportunities that come are because it's been 22 years that I've been in healthcare, and so it will only be healthcare that comes to me. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I'm I am curious. Uh, <laughs> what 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 would be the problem with? It being healthcare again, and I don't know if I'm done giving there. Like if I've maxed out what I can contribute, have you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So when you say, when I ask the question, and you say, "Well, you know." Maybe it's something else besides healthcare. And then you say, well, maybe I'm maxed out, but I don't know. <laughs> it leaves me just like, okay. So in, in the whole context of everything you're saying, what's missing? What's missing that you really want to be able to do that you haven't been able to do before? And maybe it's the thrill of something new. I don't know that, like, again, what mm-hmm. I've, what has been so great about my journey is all the new experience mm-hmm. and and not necessarily expecting that's where I would go. And maybe that's the the why I'm saying hmm, maybe it's not healthcare is do I need something new? Do I need and and not just a me like to fill my own self, but like is Am I supposed to be giving to somewhere to a different space? Are you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Damn. Yeah. What do you know, Jen? I know I will do fine anywhere that I land. Um, not just fine. I'll do well anywhere I land. Um, I've been. Mm-hmm unbelievably fortunate to be able to pick up skills quickly to be adaptable resilient and so I know I'll be okay anywhere but it I don't know it does it feels like I just shouldn't anywhere shouldn't be the answer <laughs> and I don't know why yeah so so th- the there's that word that is from the very beginning of this conversation that kind of comes up a few times, which is should. So I'm, I'm curious about two things. What should is like there is some ideal over here that you think you should live up to. And what you've been doing doesn't live up to that. And you're trying to do things. I think the should is now just you're, where you're, I'm really maximizing Everything I can, I have to offer. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if the should is possible. Like I should know. Oh, exactly where I'm going. Is it possible? <laughs> well, I think you know that's that's really fair, Val. That the should is probably because most it seems most other people's experiences are not 
hey, you go from marine biology to academic counselor to office manager to sales to management. <laughs> and who are they? Who are these people? <laughs> I, I don't, who are they? Well, I get yeah, there. But it seems that most people are like, I know what I want to do and I pursue it. They are? I don't know. It feels like it. Have you interviewed them? No. I understand it feels like it, but I'm just trying to figure out where the proof is. Yeah, there's no proof. May I interject with my path a little bit? Yeah, of course. Well, I know a little (laughs) bit about it, but yeah, I think you should share. (laughs) I mean, there's, there's, oh, I'm going to go in the Air Force. Maybe I'll be a pilot or I'm going to the Air Force Academy. That's not going to work out. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to still keep this major international affairs. I'm going to be an international corporate attorney. Oh, I'm about to graduate. I don't want to go to law school. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be a journalist. Let me get this master's in journalism. Oh, I'm graduating. Huh. I don't know if anybody's going to hire me as a TV reporter. I'll just go into PR. Uh, oh, no, I won't. I'll go work for an accounting firm in the marketing department. That, maybe I'll start a business. I'll do PR firm owner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think this is it. I don't want to do PR. I think I'm supposed to be a writer. <laughs> oh, writing. What's this coaching thing? All I'm saying is that when you say most people know and <laughs> laid out a path, I'm wondering where you got that information and how you have confirmed it to be true. Well, like evidence is I have not confirmed it to be true. Um, I don't know it. You know, with the term, even what do you want to be when you grow up or this idea? And the mm-hmm. the craziest thing is, as we talk about that, you know, how many times in counseling, academic counseling, I'd be saying it's OK that. Whatever the 80 percent of people do nothing with the major that like I know, in fact, contrary to the fact that people don't necessarily. Follow what their first intention was. Um Maybe it's just not knowing exactly how to frame what I what I want to do, regardless of where I do it. Maybe it's not knowing how to frame it. What is what would it look like to frame it? But, well, and as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I can hire somebody that's <laughs> use resources, right? Um, just like if I were to put on, you know, my resume, hey, leader, problem solving leader is probably not going to help um, somebody know how to align my skill set with a role. <laughs> so that's what I mean to outline it. Maybe, maybe. So how how was your last company better because you were there? Um, certainly developing a team, supporting the culture, helping really define the culture. And as I was even told, making sure that we, we, uh, lived our values and that's, you know, but I think that's an important part of leadership. Um, being able to put together a strategy and goals and a plan and then help the team stay committed to that plan um, then, to drive results, right? So um, 
and satisfaction, hopefully. Um, the satisfaction is, I believe, is equally important, um, if not more important, in order to get to those results. Um, certainly, I'm quick at becoming um, very knowledgeable of whatever field I'm in. And so being able to take that knowledge and understand where will advance the organization. So being able to say, here are new places that we need to be um, diving into, whether it's relationships, technology, um, what what you're going to be delivering, product, service, et cetera. Um, and even how you go about assessing that. Um, uh, yeah. I'm curious on a scale of one to 10, how much fulfillment, satisfaction, joy do those particular things bring you? Nine. It brings me a lot Nine. of joy, actually. <laughs> wow. Is there anything that would get it to a 10? Even though a nine's really high, I'm just curious what would make it a 10. Um, I might have to meditate on that one. I'm not, I'm not, not because I'm trying to avoid just nothing is coming to me is what would really make it a 10. So why wasn't it a 10? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what comes to mind when you just say that? If, if, if there's nothing I can think of that makes it a 10, why wasn't it a 10? Just because I know it wasn't a 10. And mm-hmm. I think it was, you know, maybe thinking of that specific, where I was specifically with that role in organization in, in time and space, mm-hmm. right? Like just mm-hmm. where they were as an organization and where it was aligning with me specifically. Then, okay. So it's, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's specific right there. So in your ideal scenario, what are those tweaks that you would want in your ideal company that would take what you were contributing that you're saying it made you feel at a nine? And if there were the time and space issues that were handled, it'd be a 10. What could be tweaked that would get it to a 10? Perhaps the authority or resources or something of those type of things to to execute um right. or to follow through on on concepts or um or even time you know that uh being being able to stay committed to something that might take a, a little bit more time than willing okay. Organizationally so I'm hearing willing. that. Okay, so I'm hearing that what you've been doing is right in your sweet spot. You actually very much enjoy the leading, the culture development, you know, executing on things. And ideally, what you want is that you also have the authority, the resources, and the time to follow through to completion on these strategies that you come up with in your role. Yeah. I was in the to do my own company. <laughs> but in what? Did I hear you? <laughs> well, how the authority is that's the things you told by starting your own company, right? <laughs> maybe. But maybe some of the other things aren't there. I mean, it's any number of things, but what I'm hearing that I 
I saw a calm and a confidence as you talked about how the company was better because you were there. And that answer really speaks to your purpose when you're fulfilling a role within a company. Yeah. How much does it matter to you what field the company is in if you get to walk out the things you just described? Doesn't matter at all. As long as, 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 long as the uh, company is aligned with my values, right? So they can't be producing or providing a service that does not align with my values. Otherwise, it can be from the moon to the bottom of the ocean <laughs> in terms of aspects of, of fields. What do you think about what you're saying now? Because I'm hearing a clarity I wasn't hearing a few minutes ago. It definitely is helpful to articulate um, what my purpose is and understand that it may not be, you know, defined in a job title, if that makes sense. And um, probably still will hire somebody to help me figure out how to put it out there <laughs> to anywhere, you know, to any type of role. Um, it's hopeful to be able to say, here are the things where I know I make a difference and as opposed to a just a list of skills. <laughs> what I'm hearing is that who you are at your core is a leader. You embrace that. You love leading teams. You love building culture. You love solving problems. <laughs> and you're enthusiastic about that. There are a lot of organizations that need that. Now, it could be your own organization, but what I'm hearing is <laughs> you, you, were, you were at a nine working within an organization yeah. doing those things, and there were a small number of things that would take it to a 10. My question is, where's the organization that has those small number of things <laughs> that also needs the strengths that you bring to the table? That is, I guess, what I need to figure out next. Mm -hmm. How do you feel thinking of it in those terms as opposed to, I need to know exactly what the job is? Yeah, um, well, and I wasn't necessarily the job, but the, like, do I start going after this industry or that industry, you know, but um, that it is wildly helpful to think of it in terms of how do I look for that role regardless of title but that role that covers all those things that make it a nine and are offering the things that will then also make it a ten that no. that feels doable no and releases that so you that need for like well what if there's something else right that's something else I will come into my path if it's meant to be. So if you were right now to just kind of have a bullet pointed list of what matters most in whatever the next role is, what would be on that list? Well, if we, I, I won't re-articulate everything that we, we mentioned, but that leadership, the culture building, problem solving, strategy, 
and an ability to lead the execution, not like not I don't have to be the doer. Um, and I don't even take the ownership of providing justification to put the time, resources, and commitment behind it. So what do you need as a next step to feel what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know if it's update my resume. Confident. Update my resume. In what way? <laughs> Updated how? Uh, to, to speak to the things that we've, we've discussed in terms of my strengths yeah. and, and interests, right? And and begin to look for opportunities that match match those things, both in terms of what I can bring and what I'm still looking for. And how is the last 22 years? <laughs> how is that? How is that possibly just maybe it was purposeful and let me not put words in your mouth, but how is this last 22 years going to impact this next, I won't say 22, but however many years yeah. as you, well, I think as you move yeah. intentionally. I, I think that, um, as I mentioned about referencing when I was a counselor, all of the 22 years and the various aspects and, and roles that I had and experiences I, I was able to attain, um, Healthcare just happened to be the thread. I had a lot of different um, uh, yeah. opportunities and experiences. And so I know I'll pull on them as much as I do actually pull on when I worked at Dairy Queen when I was 16. You know, like there were still things that I learned. Oh we worked at Dairy Queen together. <laughs> and you were quite the leader when we there, were at Dairy there Queen. There we go. <laughs> you, made, you made such good blizzards. I Yeah. Anyway, off track. Sorry. <laughs> but I still, funny enough, you know, somebody once said, what's the most important lesson you've ever learned in, um, about managing? And I said, oh, I'll go back when I was 16. Like, you can't reference when you're something when you were 16. And said, mm, my dad told me after I, you know, ever, we closed up shop and it wasn't a good job. And I stayed behind and I did it again. And I got pulled over going home because it was two o'clock in the morning after curfew, blah, blah, blah. And... My dad said, well, that's because you're not managing well. And and I was, you know, mm. saying that I was afraid that my friends wouldn't like me if I asked them to do it differently. And so he said, mm. it's far more important to be respected than liked. And so, yes, I still pull on things from when I was 16. <laughs> wow. and, and so same with these last 22 years. I definitely feel like um, it has been all great experiences and really again fortunate that i've had people uh in my past that have and seen things that they tap into that i could where i could really use my skills and, and contribute and i know i can then use those going forward yeah so i'm i'm glad you asked about us having this conversation it's <laughs> It's interesting to me that, you know, as we close up, you mentioned that job working at Dairy Queen because it actually caused me to think back on who you were at 16. You were always a leader. You were always getting things done. You were way ahead of like your age um, and you've always done them with a bit of joy and always respectfully to everyone else. And so all the ways that you're describing what you love doing 
um, and what brings you fulfillment, it's not a surprise because it's who you are. Oh, well, it, Val, what a privilege it, that we it, get to have this conversation. You knew me then to, to know that. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your, what's the most important takeaway? What's the most important thing you want to remember out of this session that you're going to move forward with? Um, identifying the things that are my purpose, that it's not necessarily the place and seeking that versus trying to know whether it's specifically an industry, a, a place, right, that that I need yeah. to be. And um, truly, again, the list of things is, is a good thing to be able to go and act on, right, to be able to say, put, yeah. you know, updating my resume, updating my speaking points that also reflect that. So Yeah. And if I might add, something's going to flow into your path. <laughs> that isn't that it, that feels intentional. I just yeah. I just sense that because that's it seems like that's how it has gone for you. But also, if it's not purposeful, I hear you setting the intention that whatever happens next, you're going to give a lot more thought to that. It's what's coming next, which I think with age, we do think more intentionally about what we're doing next. That. You know, we're probably not going to be working for, you know, another 30 years or so, but it's, <laughs> that it's what is the impact that I that I want to make. So I can't wait to hear how that all comes together. And I appreciate the chance to have this coaching conversation. Oh, well, Valerie, I couldn't uh, say thank you enough and appreciate what you do, not just in, in this moment, but what you do through SWA. It's um I'm always really proud to to tout you. So <laughs> you do tremendous work. Thank you. So the big thing I'm hearing, and this is for everybody listening, um, is number one, a lot of times we we do have a should. Here's what I think I should do. Here's how I think it should work. And if there's anything I take away from this conversation, because I've done it, I think we've all done it. We have this idea of what they are doing, how it's supposed to go. Yeah, they. And then we say, who's they? I don't know who they are, but they always do this. And I'm over here doing this. So perhaps I should be doing it this way. When in fact, we probably are also saying simultaneously, but my path has always been a little different and it's kind of unfolded this way. And so sometimes what we really want to also do is to pause and to notice that maybe the way we've been doing it works well for us. And that maybe they might be doing something more similar to the way we're doing it. We just haven't acknowledged it yet. So what a lesson to take away. And I'm wondering how it applies to you. Where have you been lining up your shoulds or thinking you've got to do it a certain way or it has to turn out a certain way? And perhaps it's fine the way you've been doing it, but if you would pinpoint what's been working, you can actually illuminate that and actually lean into that a bit more. So what a great coaching session with Jen and uh, yeah, we'll have more coaching sessions coming up, but thanks for joining me for this episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. And Jen, thank you so much for opening up and talking like this for everybody and allowing me to record it and share it. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you, Val.
Thank you so much for listening. My goal with this podcast is to give you bite-sized strategies to help you close the gap between where you are and where you really want to be. But if you're looking for some more in-depth help, then I invite you to join us in the Successful Women's Academy. Each month in SWA, I give you the tools you need to coach yourself to conquer the fears, habits, and distractions that threaten to get in the way of your biggest dreams, sabotage your joy, and keep you from being the best version of yourself. You can find out more by visiting ValerieBurton.com forward slash SWA. I'll see you in the next episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. Podcast.